Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, we're reunited and it feels so good. The Bachelorette's back and that means the Bachelor Podcast. Welcome. My name is Ryan Jones. Welcome back. Katie Pilata, wait. Hello? Katie Pilata, wait. (laughs) Katie, plot of wait. Apparently, you have to say, when you have three names, you have to say them all every single time. Have we ever had 30 contestants before? I don't think so. I think this is a first and hopefully a last because there were just too many last night. I mean, I usually have trouble on the first night. I can only imagine what it's like for Hannah or Colton or Ari or any of these people to keep track of names. Way too many to keep track of, especially when 30 to 40% of them could probably be mistaken for each other. Yes. It was, I mean, the first few weeks you need, you constantly need like (laughs) name tags and they're not always the best at that. Even last night they didn't, they need to show the name with the person every single time they're shown because a lot of them looked alike last night, which they normally do. Right. And you had them sit down for these special, not all of them, but some of them prepare things for them, which basically is just a way for them to guarantee that they get time before the rose ceremony on the first night. But then they're not telling you who these guys are. So I'm flipping through trying to go back like, wait a minute. Okay. So he's reading something to her. He can't, which one was he? And Especially when you have multiple Connors. Luke's. Tyler's. Luke's. Mike's. Like, can we just... Change your name. You've got... <laughs> at least come with a fun name. No, ABC. You've been doing this a while. You know what you're doing. I'm not trying to tell you how to do your job, but I'm trying to tell you how to do your job. Tell us their names, at least for the first three weeks? At least. Every time yeah. they're on the screen. Two to three weeks. Because other than Hannah, I don't know that we have any idea who any of these people are. I think it was Mateo when, during the rose ceremony, he's like, she's like, did I say that right? And even when they walked out of the limos, she would ask them twice. She'd be like, so what's your name again? Which is good because if you, you sometimes you just need to hear it twice. And so at the end of this, we'll, we'll pick our fantasy teams. And if you've ever seen it, we put together this chart with all their pictures and it's um, very similar. They do the same thing on American Idol. They had, you know, all the judges in the early stages have the Polaroids and they move their pictures around. And I almost wonder if the producers provide them with sort of the same sort of sort of memory cards so that they can remember. They have to. They must. She did do a good job of constantly almost, I think, with pretty much every person. What was your name again? Good call. Mm -hmm. But I almost wonder if she ding, 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 go to the rose ceremony. If she's in the back. okay. I'm sure there's there's some sort of this is Luke P, but this is Tyler C. This is. Yeah, there has to be some sort of quick refresher before, I would assume, the first three rose ceremonies. Oh. We'll jump ahead a little bit to the rose ceremony, only because I was kind. I would have lost a bet. I thought for sure, A, one of the roses would fall, because first she didn't know which lapel to put it on, yeah. which was super cute. Mm-hmm. Then I thought that she would have stabbed someone, yes. or herself. Well, this is exactly how it th- goes. I don't think they're pinned. I think they're magnetic. Ah, okay. So I don't think, I mean, so hopefully, was she gonna mess up? hopefully you still wouldn't get stabbed by a <laughs> magnet, but I'm pretty sure they're magnet and 
just to make sure you put it on right or the right side, but she was still very hesitant. What was she worried about then? I thought for sure she was, it was, it was pinned on, but if it's magnetic, come on, even I could do that. Yeah, I I think it's magnetic. And she's actually already grown on me more than, because I wasn't crazy about the announcement. She was just, she always seemed all over the place and not really focused, but she already grew on me and it's only been one episode. So hopefully she can keep it up. I'm the same way. I mean, we talked about this a lot last season and the, the crop that they had to choose from if they were if they were keeping people from that season maybe weren't the best. Through two hours, I thought she held her own. She leaned into what I think is the most likable aspect, which is... I don't know what I'm doing, and that's fine, and that's okay, and this is very unnatural. And I think too many people, and they they focused on this a little bit from last season about Colton trying to tell her, you don't have to be perfect, like it's okay, and to get her to loosen up, and she never really did, and the fact that she leans into that finally. It's like, I don't know, like they had her do the walk through the, the flowers, and she's yeah, like, I, I don't know I was know just going to mention that. That was, <laughs> that was one of, I think, the realest openings, because she's like, why am I walking through a meadow? And she's like, what do I do with my hands? Like, am I supposed to look at the camera? Am I supposed to look away? And they had her sitting on the lake and trying to, and even that, you could see she was, you know, sort of stopping herself from, from cracking up. Yeah. And so both. I would her- definitely laugh throughout that entire time. Like- and every year we watch that and we say, oh, how do they possibly do this? Oh, I'm looking at a store window on my main street and keeping a straight face. Well, she didn't. Yeah. Through the whole time, she's laughing and having fun. And I think her and the show making this conscious decision to let her have fun with the fact that this is ridiculous. And we all know this, and this is why we love it. But so many contestants year after year are, it's like game face. And yeah. like, yes, I walked through the flowers and they would look pensively and everything. And she's just like, no, I. Yeah, she I had a, she had a lot of normalcy about her. And I think that's what drew me in first to start to see that she I think she's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I I didn't like necessarily how they got to the point of finding out someone had a girlfriend with the, yeah, the van and everything. I could have done without that because when you talk about transparency and then you're having your friends quote unquote spy on them, eh, don't dig that. However, I like the fact that whether it was set up for her or not, she didn't hesitate. She just found out Said nope. She was very forceful. Scott, now. Yeah. Oh. It's it's about to get real. Okay. And she let the beast out a little bit and sent him home pretty much right away. Yeah. And I think it's all the things that we were complaining about Colton not doing last year. He would say, you know, oh, I want women who are honest and I want this. And it would be right in front of him. And then he would, even when he walked away, he didn't come back and kick them out. He was just like, okay. Also, an issue I had with that was you saw Demi like an hour before, and why didn't she say, oh, you know, there's this guy that's going to come and he has a girlfriend and his name's Scott, (laughs) or at least if she didn't have a name, just say, watch out, this is going to happen. Getting from point A to point B, not great, but the fact that she got there and like I said, even though it might have been a softball for her, at least she hit it because Colton had that chance last year and whiffed. And so for her to lay down the gauntlet right away and get rid of him and say, anyone else? There's the door. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like you said in the past, would just be like, oh, well, 
I don't really know if this is true. Like, I feel like I should still get to know him. And especially because they had a really good first conversation and she seemed, oh, I really like Scott. And then all of a sudden this happened. And in the past, I feel like people would have just, oh, we'll see. Like now that's in my mind. I'll keep an eye out for it. But I still want to see where this goes. Start to finish, I thought she did a really good job. And I I understand some people might have lowered the bar. So maybe there wasn't a ton for her to clear. I thought she was fun. I thought the fact that she nailed her first toast, I don't know how much she had to practice and I don't (laughs) care. Finally nailed it. She crushed it. And who knows? Maybe we're going to be back here next week and it'll be like, oh, God, Alabama Hannah. I could do with a few less Roll Tides. Yeah, so um, the Roll Tide counter, or the RTC as we will call this year, I had um, at least at eight, and I didn't include all of the versions in the song that he sang for her Mm -hmm. because I thought that that would you know, probably push it up to like 20 or 30 yeah. because he just kept going back to it. You know, we talk about drinking at, you know, for the right reasons and journey, journey process. and all these. Pro- oh, my God. But if you just drink at all the roll tides, oh, boy. you'll die. This is just the beginning of that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I thought it was interesting that every year, you know, they take the six or seven people that they really focus on in the front. And most of those guys and gals usually stick around at least through the first episode because they only have a limited time to show the audience these people and they spent the most time with two people who got sent home right away i know i did notice that and i get that joe the box king wasn't long for this show from the beginning like he was the ver- their version of like the waboom guy or yeah i get all the package puns but they spent a lot of time on him for him to just and matt donald i thought he was actually gonna make it a little i mean at least past the first night but they spent a lot of time on him with he his i think got the family. most amount of time yeah and he seemed like as much as you can in these this short amount of time on this sort of show he, he seems super genuine and yeah i mean his family the fact that he comes from a deaf household and uh, i think it's because he left his hat on the whole time that wasn't great and thankfully there were no straight up costumes i mean if you want to say the pilot's outfit but i mean if I was a pilot, I would never take it off. Yeah, so, pretty sure that's his real uniform. Yeah, so I i mean, I would want to wear that too, but I don't think he was doing himself any favors. He thought for some reason that that would make him stick out, but I think it went the opposite way. Yes. And it, it just I'm surprised that they would spend so much time. It's not like they're worried about throwing us off the scent or shouldn't be in the first episode mm-hmm. to spend so much time on two guys that after that, just like, okay, bye. later one of them will be in paradise after the whole grocery store joe got sent home first night and then actually became quote-unquote successful in the franchise (laughs) one of them or both will be in paradise so are you saying we're gonna have maybe a grocery store joe versus joe the box king in paradise if grocery store joe is single at the time we still got time yes yeah it's gonna be battle of the joes when these 30, oh my God, 30 guys were getting out of the limo or off their tractor or out of their box, anyone jump out to you? Sorry. I thought, honestly, I thought this was the most boring set of entrances in the history of Bachelor and Bachelorette. <laughs> Nothing really, I mean, obviously the box, I think Luke jumped out uh, on top of the limo and did... The Hannah Beast roar. Did enjoy Pizza My Heart. 
Yeah, that was come good. Come on. Well, it wasn't like a good pun. <laughs> and she got she got to eat a piece of pizza. So, double success there. And not a surprise then that that was Jonathan and that Jonathan got to stick around because mm-hmm. listen, you give me pizza, automatic rose. I would ima- I don't want to speak for you, but I would yep. assume it's the same. Oh yeah. You're standing there pizza for- every week and you'll just be the last one standing. <laughs> I'm surprised more people don't go the food route because they never get to eat on this show. We talk about it all the time. They go to these fancy dinners and don't touch anything. They should find a way that every time, whether it's a group date or one-on-one date, whatever it is, end of every day, here's a pizza. Someone, be someone the pizza brings... guy. You kidding me? Or girl. Yep. Be the food person. You know, I thought it was pretty clear John Paul Jones. Just, he was, he's not going to go anywhere here. No, I don't understand him. When you're a gimmick guy from the beginning, it never works. Other than, I guess, works for you wanting to be the gimmick guy. I didn't under... I, the whole virgin joke, too, with Devin. Yeah. That wasn't... <laughs> that just went downhill. And I think he knew it as soon as he said it. And he tried to just be like, uh, okay, my name's Devin. I'm wondering if he thought, maybe I should maybe I should go with this and just stay with it instead of turning right away. But no. Yeah, it, that failed. It, that was a fail. This was... One of the most nervous group of guys I remember seeing. Yeah, we had Kevin with all the footballs. I fumbled who that. Lo- who looks, I, I think, like looks pun, like so. Tim Tebow, but a tired slash drunk version <laughs> <laughs> of Tim Tebow. I don't know but that Tim drinks, so I think, yeah. I think um, they look similar. That's interesting. But, yeah, other than that, everyone was kind of just normal, which we don't like for entrances. <laughs> Connor J spoke French. Yep. That was a little left of center. Could have done without Grant's sausage party. Yep. That was... Uh, Champagne in the car seat from Joey. That wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the same thing as sort of going down the virgin route. It, like, you better stick the landing and... And you didn't. No. Not even close. I think with Luke P, who had a bit of a night last night, like, he was pretty popular i think that they did the whole background section on him highlight on him and i it felt like an early bachelor audition because he was like already taking shower shots and he had like the encounter (laughs) god's encounter in the in the shower and told him that he needs to oh he was the one that god spoke to in the shower oh lord but of course they got that shower shot already so we've already so luke to me who got the most screen time Mm-hmm. I would say. He's sort of like, I was going between either a poor man's Colton or if Luke Pell and Colton had a baby. I can see that. And I don't know if either of those things are positive. Yep, probably not. <laughs> well, there's another, I think the other Luke, Luke S, looks like Nick Vial and Luke Pell. If they had a baby, it was Luke S. <laughs> Which, if any of these guys had babies together, oh my God, it would just shatter the Bachelor universe. But That's right. Uh, and Luke S. is, on first blush, completely different than Luke P. Yes. Where Luke P. is very over the top, uh, and clearly that worked for him in night one. Luke S. seems to be a little bit more under the radar, although maybe not in future episodes, because there are definitely some fireworks coming. But... Very different approaches, and at least through night one, they both worked, but uh, it'll be very curious to see how the house dynamics are, because Luke P's a lot. Luke versus Luke. I think I think Luke P 
is great and she obviously really likes him. But I can kind of see how he could end up being kind of a villain type. Not only did he dominate this episode, but he dominated the scenes going forward. Mm -hmm. So whether they make it seem like he's going to be around a while, I don't know if he will. Uh, This is your first time. We do not do spoilers. So uh, know them or share them. I'm only going by what ABC is showing us. He could be gone in two weeks. I don't know. However long he's here, he's going to be around because... Well, he definitely already has a target on his back just for... He he took Hannah first. He was the first one to console her after she kicked Scott out. Going back to the whole Scott thing, they were blaming the whole Scott situation for not having that much time with her, which I understand. I'm sure it took a good chunk of time away from the people that could have been talking to her, but a lot of people also talked to her twice. So you just got to make your, make your way to her. And I had forgotten that about Luke's second time talking to her, I guess, when he went to after the Scott thing. She's saying how cold she is. Give her your jacket. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, clearly it didn't matter because he ended up getting the rose. But, I mean, other than ripping the coat off of him and putting it on herself, what else is she supposed to do? He's like, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm so cold. And he's like, okay, let's keep walking. <laughs> let's keep walking outside without me giving you my jacket. This is going to, I mean... I guess it worked because he put, dude, I was... She's basically asking you for her jacket, for his jacket. For sure. I was very disappointed because they gave us back-to-back pilots when they introduced them. Yes. Uh, Chasen and Peter. I think we were talking about Grocery Store Joe. I think Chasen is probably this year's version of Grocery Store Joe. The man's a pilot. He wanted to get to know her so bad. But he didn't wear the uniform. That's what did it. She was probably like, I need to pick one pilot, but this one wore the uniform, so... Not only wore the uniform, but gave her the wings. Yeah. Which, pizza and wings of any kind work, so... Yep. Dude, drop the ball, but he was... First night cries, which are so rare, especially with the guys. Not to stereotype, but it's just true. Yep. I mean... Depressing. He's got to be on Paradise, right? I'm sure. I'm this, sure a bunch. I'm, I'm sure a bunch of these men will be on because they're, they're usually pretty scarce. I have a feeling, especially if Peter ends up going far, that Chasen will not only go to Paradise but actually be the one that shows up in uniform this time, and you know walks down hat and all in hundred degree weather. Yep. Just so that he can say, "I'm not making a mistake the second time." I just felt so bad. I'm like. Aww. But it was, that was it. It was the uniform. Was there anything else from the pre-Rose ceremony um, that you, other than Scott, which we sort of touched on, that <laughs> jumped out at you? Um, honestly, I don't really think so. It was just a mediocre entrance slash premiere. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I think the there's a reason why we got so much of of Luke P because it was just a lot of the guys sort of complimenting each other mm-hmm. and saying how handsome everyone is and yeah. even cheering along people as they were doing their entrances like all right cool job you're rapping you're doing a song um you know Cam's rap wasn't nearly as impressive as the one that he did on after the final rose agreed um we did get a first impression rose which there was um 
a little question about whether there would be one since Cam already had a rose mm -hmm. from after the final rose. Uh, but that was the third time that Luke got some time with Hannah and I don't know what you want to call that kiss. Um, Hannah should have been like, I'll trade you this rose for your jacket because <laughs> it's freezing. I'll give you this rose and your tongue back and you give me your jacket and we'll call it even. Yes. Uh, before we get to the those that left us too soon, I don't know if you noticed if you were following along on social media last night while this show was happening, but there were several members, and this doesn't have to do with Hannah, but there were several members of Bachelor Nation, very prominent ones that were quote-unquote tweeting, because it wasn't really them, tweeting about Paradise Hotel which was airing at the same time on Fox. I did notice that. Prominent Paradise characters. OMG. And they were all tweeting the same thing, so they didn't write any of these things. It was, yeah. And all of them were hashtag sponsored, so the, if they were had so any... So they got paid very well for these tweets. And, I mean, Jared... Um, Carly... Carly. Tanner. While, so Carly would tweet about it, and then Evan was tweeting about The Bachelorette. So they clearly yeah. weren't actually watching Paradise Hotel. Obviously. And I get Paradise Hotel's trying to poke the bear a little bit. Um, but just to get in the weeds a little bit, the ratings for last night came out, and I, I won't get too technical here, but I just want to point out that sometimes ideas seem better in your head about, oh, we're going to cut something off from them or whatever. So just ratings-wise, with adults 18 to 49, which is really all anybody cares about, mm -hmm. The Bachelor had a 1.3, which was top, tied for tops for the night. Paradise Hotel had a 0 0.4. Expected. <laughs> so they can pay all the former people they want. It's never head-to-head going to be more than a third of what? Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise does. Yeah. So I was I was a little hurt by it. I'm not gonna lie. Jared, friend of the friend of the show. Yeah, they turned their back on the on Bachelor Nation. And then they tried to act like it's no big deal and just like okay, ready to watch the West Coast feed. Yeah. Mm. Nope. Not so fast. Was a little, You're not getting away with this. I was a little hurt. I'm not gonna lie. Um, other than that, nothing really jumped out at me. We lost. Scott, my guy Chasen, Joe, Matt Donald, Poor Matt Ryan. Donald. I mean, how do you get rid of a Ryan? On the first night. Brian, Hunter, and Thomas. So that We wouldn't know. We had to look them up because Oh my god. They didn't even show all of those men going home. That's how like you said you had to do process of elimination. Yeah, I was going between the ABC's website and my list of the people when they arrived to try to get from 30 to 22. Because, okay, who didn't get a rose that was on the site? Whew, guys, help us out. Yeah. So we're left with 22 now. If you saw the, the coming attractions, if you didn't, we won't go in detail, but there's a lot of drama coming and a lot of tears. Um, a lot of half-naked men. A lot, well, and full-naked men. Oh, and that's funny, that reminds me. So TMZ had a big, their big Bachelor story, and it has nothing to do with what actually happens. 
shirtless shots of the Bachelorette season 15 men. A plus content because again, people are gonna click. If I looked like most of those guys, I would never wear a shirt. So it's fine. <laughs> I get it. But we're left with uh, 22. There's gonna be a lot of drama. Um, apparently, it's a big deal that Hannah has had sex, but Jesus still loves her. Whatever. I mean. Yeah, I didn't. I really understand that part. I, Jesus will love you either way. I agree. I don't know that that needed to be a highlight, but it did. Um, it did. <laughs> so every year we we pick teams, and every year basically Katie wins. Not every year. Most every year. And I mean, I don't even remember who won with with Ari. I mean, we no one won with Ari. Let's just be clear. <laughs> Yeah. But because, well, did you win if you had Becca or did you win if you had... America didn't win. If you had Ari. Lauren, uh, because technically you picked Becca, but whatever. You could say, oh, well, people know who's what. Very rarely is the actual quote-unquote winner the first pick or the second pick. Last year it was the third pick. If we had any inside info or looked for spoilers, wouldn't the winner be the first pick every year? I mean, exactly. It never is. With only two people in years past, sometimes we've had three. It's been what we've called a, a snake draft, so you'd get two in a row. This is more like picking a kickball team. I'll pick, you'll pick, I'll pick, you'll pick. A little easier to follow along with. I'm gonna lose. We'll just put that out ahead of time. You don't know that. I'm pretty sure though. And for those of you that don't know, um, Katie has twins right now. Like, yeah. So she's picking with the knowledge of three people. That's true. I'm working with the knowledge of like. I'm training them well. Yeah. I'm working with the knowledge of like a third of a person. So. <laughs> Is that but, your excuse for a few lose? Oh, please. <laughs> I mean, I'll find plenty more excuses. But um, if you disagree, hate what we're picking, love what we're picking, uh, at Bachelor Podcast on all uh, platforms, yell at us, stream us subscribe all the fun stuff people tell you to do on social media so since i lost last year because i lose every year i will get the first pick you don't have any say in it i'm just gonna do it okay fair enough although i don't think that there's a clear front runner in any way shape or form i'm just gonna take the guy who had the most screen time and that's luke p i'm gonna go with jed singer songwriter from nashville Who's actually good usually They're usually really if they come with a guitar and they try to play they're not the greatest, and it's just kind of backfires. He was actually good. I agree. Uh, I will go with Connor S. I will go with Tyler C. Uh, give me Peter. Fly that plane, Peter. I'm going to go with Cam. Oh, the rapper. I'm um, checking my list here. Dylan. I'm going to go with Luke S., the mm. Nick slash Luke P. Ah, yes. There's Luke S. I'm going to go with Garrett. I'm going to go with Mike. Oh, good dude. I'm dominating the Connors. Give me Connor J. as well. I'm going to go with Mateo. Ooh, how do you say that name? <laughs> Kevin for me. I'm going to go with Grant. Jonathan, my guy. Joey. Devin. No, I don't like that name at all. But I'm going to dominate the Tylers. Go for Tyler G. <laughs> the Tylers versus the Connors. Uh, Matthew for me. Go with Dustin. Oh. <laughs> okay. Not shockingly, uh, John Paul Jones is available here. Weird. Uh -huh. John Paul Jones, John Paul Jones, John Paul Jones. But I, I just can't. There's no, there's, there's no world in which I can have, even with Jones being the greatest last name ever, uh, I cannot in any way, shape, or form take him. And I like, actually like Darren. I don't, I'm surprised Darren's still available. So I'm going to take Darren, which means... John Paul Jones literally has my 22nd pick. <laughs> But I'll take it since I don't have a choice. You do not. And 
to be fair, he's probably going to be a producer pick again, at least for next week, because unless someone really goes off the rails next week, you would think they'll keep him around again just so he can say John Paul Jones, John Paul Jones, John Paul Jones. Like, say it fast three times and see what happens. Yeah. He won't be sent home yet. Check all Bachelor Podcast uh, for the teams, and maybe you have your own teams. Share your teams. Share who you think's going to win, your favorite, your, who you hate. We're going to be back here next week. The show is probably still going to be in L.A., but they do some fun traveling, as we saw in the, the scenes ahead. Bachelor Podcast, you can find us anywhere, pretty much. Apple, Spotify, Radio.com, and then Twitter, Facebook. And Instagram. Probably, yeah, Instagram. You'll probably find us. Katie, Pilata, wait. Katie, Pilata, wait. I won't do that every episode. Thank you for your time. Thank you. My name's Ryan. We will be back next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.